0: Podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boost. I'm your host Rudo, joined by AJ Hafley. We are back on the live shows coming at you every single day. AJ, how was uh how was your time off? You have a good time up in Winnipeg?
1: Uh It was good, man. We went to Ontario one day. Uh, nice. I got to I got to enjoy uh, Beaver tails, which is like a like a flatbread pastry, super good, dude. Yeah,
0: I think uh, a flatbed, flatbread pastry sounds delicious to me.
1: Yeah, I, I uh, maybe,
0: so maybe I guess
1: <laughs> it was it was dude it was it was really good. I was I was really quite pleased with it. Um, yeah, I was I was like twenty miles into the western corner of Ontario. And as you guys know, Ontario's very large, so there were a lot of people who were like, "Why didn't you come say hi to me?" And it was like, <laughs> because I didn't have three days to drive across Canada. Um, it was a good t- it was a good time. I turned thirty four.
0: You're ancient now. Feel
1: old? It. Yeah, yeah. I turned th- woke up on the morning of my thirty fourth birthday, and my knee just literally groaned, <laughs> and I was like that's about right just makes sense adds up so that makes sense yeah, yeah. Uh, it was it was great though uh, i have a i have an amazing fiance who uh, went out of her way to put up with me for four straight days <laughs> it was it was great man i really the couple of days off were great and i was keeping an eye on the comments section of our shows to see if I could win any of those. It finally took you picking goofy Florida Panther yeah, roster. Liking
0: the Florida way too much for you yeah. to W home on that. <laughs> that's exactly it, man. Uh
1: that's it took finally I get to win a poll. Um Brad uh, Z got the plain uh, beaver tail. It was good. I got the strawberry cheesecake one because if you put strawberry and cheesecake in anything. I'm like You're just on it. It's like one of those things. So yeah. Really uh it was awesome. Uh highly recommend if anybody else I thought beaver tails were an Ontario thing, but apparently they have them in some other places in Canada. If you come across them, they're great. It's a good it's a good little pastry.
0: There you go. Go get yourself so. a beaver tail.
1: Yeah, it was awesome though, man. Got to Got to see, got to see a little bit more of uh, the kind of the scenery in the area, and just relaxed. You know, we had we had such a hard go of it for a while there that even now it's still like I still feel like we're coming down a little bit.
0: Yeah, you can actually so, go outside and stuff.
1: Yeah, well, you know, like uh, it's like it's like when you get to the end of like a long day. And your battery is on, like, 7%. And when you get home and then you plug that thing in, the first, like, 5%, you're like, oh, my God, it's already gone up 5%. And you're like, yeah, this is recharged in no time. And then you look at it and you're like, oh, right, there's still 88% to go. Not even close yet. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. That's kind of how I feel right now, man, is there's still 88% to go. But it's moving in the right direction.
0: Definitely. Um, What about you, dog? What'd you do? I spent three days cutting all the hair off my head, clearly. Uh, (laughs) It had to go. It was time. It was too unruly at this point. So it'll be back soon enough. It grows quick. I'm not too worried about it. But I didn't do a whole lot. Played a little golf. Hung out at home. Did a staycation a little bit. Played all my video games. Enjoyed myself.
1: Yeah. I mean, as it, it was funny, like we got uh we got like increasingly lazier as the days went on because Z took a couple days off work too, so it was nice, man. it was nice it was good, definitely it was, it was good just to hang out. I missed everybody in chat though
0: yeah, we're glad uh glad to be back with all y'all in chat. yeah, time. missed all of our
1: peeps telling us how stupid we are. <laughs> true true
0: can't wait for more of that. i was
1: genuinely glad that the hockey logo one was not live <laughs> because i knew that there were going to be people like we already had them like people on on twitter who were like how did you not include whichever one they really liked and it was yeah. just like we only had so many to pick from here guys and then the people who thought you and I were morons because it was very clearly a claymore on the back of the uh, Glasgow clan, and I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, hey, Today uh, I learned that that's, that's a claymore hilt. I didn't, okay. I don't my really strategy know anything paid about swords. off.
0: That's all I know about that draft is my strategy worked, and I took home the win, so. <laughs> well. Yeah, the Mooderous wouldn't have made it anywhere near that draft, Cygnus. So, uh, I think our rules were just fine, <laughs> according to that logo. Yeah, uh, But, anyway, today's topic, we're looking at the Avs off-season moves. The best, the worst of them, a little bit of everything in between. I know the move I like the least, AJ. What is your least favorite move from Well, I guess not necessarily least favorite, but what is the move you think is the worst from the abs this offseason?
1: So I think the layup here is Curtis McDermott.
0: Yeah. But
1: because I think Curtis McDermott is going to play potentially such a limited role on the team, like I think that there's a realistic possibility that Curtis McDermott doesn't play more than 25
0: games. Think that is definitely a possibility. I my problem there then is the F still gave up a fourth round pick for a guy that's going to play that little. Uh,
1: so there's an article coming out um, either today or tomorrow um, that I'm writing right now, kind of about this the same topic. But I put in here um, trading anything at all for Curtis McDermott was bad. Yeah. Okay. Was was a bad thing. Like getting getting. Giving up any kind of draft pick at all is is problematic. but I think I think the the worst move, the worst sure. move, is probably the one not made. Uh, and I think that it was it was probably not finding a way to keep sod at that kind of money, sure,
0: or, you know, name a similar replacement for that role. It-
1: It was just such a reasonable deal that he ended up on, and it was exactly the kind of deal that when they acquired him, we said, look, we don't think that market's going to be robust. If they can get him in this range, they have to find a way to do it, and they did not.
0: Yeah. Um, And part of that... It seemed like, but...
1: Right, and part of that was I think they they backed themselves into... They didn't really back themselves into the corner. They played a game of chicken and they lost. Yep they they played a game of chicken with the goaltender carousel, and it just didn't, you know. Yep the it, maybe maybe not a game of chicken, but maybe uh, uh, what's the thing that you play where when the music stops, you have to pick a seat and um, if you
0: musical chairs,
1: okay, musical chairs, yes. <laughs> uh, and and they were very 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 close to the music stopping, and they literally got the last yeah. seat. They but it was like
0: Edmonton out of a seat, basically. It was like
1: it was like they got the last seat because they they were like, "Hey, Arizona, we're going to we're going to give you a crisp hundred dollar bill to turn that music back give on us for a
0: couple seconds
1: to give us that chair, okay?" <laughs> uh, and Arizona was just like, "Well, we want two hundred dollars," and so the ads gave
0: them two fifty. Yeah. And that's going give him two twenty-five.
1: Yeah, I think that's probably I think the worst move is that they lost Timmons. because a cost efficient, especially when he signed a two year deal at eight hundred and fifty K. Yeah.
0: Like
1: that is a <sighs> that is that is a very cost efficient
0: yeah, I mean just look at the if they still have Timmins at 850k they're saving over a million dollars compared to what they're paying Ryan Murray, right? So yeah.
1: Yeah, and the Murray thing like if they'd done sod Murray wouldn't have happened and their defense would be really thin. For sure. For sure. But but know? I just I think I think that they're going to have trouble. Um they've got the big 3 on defense and then they've got Bowen Byram who I am fully confident is going to be an impact player for the Avs this year. Um, But I, I I don't have that same confidence that Colorado's forward core is going to be able to sustain the losses of both Brandon Saad and Jonas Donskoy and Saad's the better player and is on a very reasonable deal in St. Louis. And so that one, that one hurt a little.
0: It, it's still, and we've talked about this before, at least for the top six, it's a big gamble on Alex Newhook being legit, right? Yep. For the bottom six, it gets a little bit murkier about how are you replacing Don Donskoy-like depth, which, I mean, we we could talk about that move too. I'm sure we'll come back around to the Timmons thing because the rest of that move, I think we feel a lot better about than Timmons specifically. But... Yeah. Um, do you even count... Losing Don in expansion as a, a move,
1: I, no, no, I don't because they that wasn't really their choice. Um, they, they were going to lose
0: someone. Full stop. Right. Yeah, yeah, they weren't
1: looking to. Like, it could have been. It could have been a lot worse. Just what I'll say.
0: Sure, that's a, that's a fine way to put it. Yeah, it,
1: it could have been a lot worse. So I'm, I'm just not worried about it.
0: All right. Well, I, uh,
1: like they had, they lost JT Comfer instead of Jonas Donskoy. Uh, I know everybody would be happier, but I think it's going to be funny when Comfer has a better year than, yeah. than donkey does this year. Comfer
0: goes back to his 30 point seasons and
1: Donskoy is not a second line player yeah. and doesn't have a center and stops shooting the best that he's ever shot in his career.
0: You watch the numbers crater a little bit in Seattle, and it's like, hmm. I
1: but. just, I just wonder. His underlying numbers in Colorado were so awful, Doncic, and his production was so driven by percentages he had never done in his career. Yeah, I'm, I'm, will be fascinated to see how fascinated to see how that balances with the lack of talent around him but the expected increased role.
0: I mean, yeah. Because because
1: you know how it is. There are some guys that'll put up a 45 point season and you'll be like, "Look, that was totally fine." But they had to play, they had to play high up in the lineup and they had yeah. to get fed a ton of minutes in order to get there. And you know, like their points per 60 are actually super super low. Right. They were no way efficient players. So I mean, you know, you know how it goes. There are guys out out there that that, that do that.
0: There are, but certainly Donskoy's underlings don't point to him being that type of player, really. Yeah. Particularly against tougher competition. Yeah. Um.
1: It, well, when I, on on every line he was on, he was pretty clearly the third best player. Right. Until this year, when he
0: literally could not
1: miss with his Yeah <laughs> Well and then this year when he when he ended up on that Nachushkin jost Donskoy line. Sure. Where you know is Natushkin or Donskoy better? They're they're just different. They do different right. things. It
0: vastly depends but on the situation at that point. But
1: definitely definitely um I would say both guys are better than Jost right now.
0: Yeah i I'd, I'd say that's a pretty easy one. But you know Jost could be a half a point per game player this year and then things change, you yeah. know, but straight
1: up. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, I doesn't really fit into best or worse, but it's part of the conversation. Yeah.
0: But yeah, it, it does shape why losing Saab maybe was, was such a negative for the abs because they also lost Don Skoy And now they're kind of left with this hole in the middle of their lineup on the forward side that, externally, they chose not to fill. Yep. So, we can take our first break there with Breckenridge Brewery, the official beer of DNVR. You can get it down at the DNVR bar. Uh, I was down there just the other night talking to a, a fan who came all the way out from Belgium, which, by the way, you Euro people are crazy. If they can come that far to the bar... Y'all in the States can come down to the bar at some point as well. Hope to see you there. Uh, But get your Breck Brew, eight different kinds on tap at the bar or at your local liquor store if you are here in the States. So jump on it. Drink some. They're awesome. You're awesome. Everybody's awesome. And then head over to Green Mountain Dental Group. Make sure your teeth are nice and clean, looking good, kind of like mine. They are awesome as well. They're just 15 minutes from downtown Denver. You can get in there super easy. They're super family-friendly, anything you need to get done. We've had a bunch of people switch over. And they've all said it's a great dental experience. So give it a try. When you schedule a cleaning, x-ray, and exam, you'll get a free Sonicare toothbrush as well, just to make taking care of your teeth at home that much easier. They're also, you know, cheap and affordable, so when you save a little bit of cash, maybe you spend it on a DNBR annual membership as well. They got you covered uh, with our coverage for a year, obviously, but they also give you a shirt. You get big beers at the bar. You get access to the DNBR lounge. All sorts of awesome stuff. It's it's cool. We, uh, we do good work here at DNBR, I like to think, so... If you like our podcast, if you want to see what AJ writes all the time, what Evan writes all the time on the site, if you want to support us, DNBR membership, great way to do it. Second period of the DNBR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, uh, as, as we're moving through this list, you kind of end up in the murky middle a little bit, I think, where there are a bunch of moves that... I don't think you can definitively say are, are super good or particularly bad, but but how do you start working up the hierarchy of moves for the ABS this off season?
1: Um. So I think going from the phantom move not made, which is sure. such a such a cop out for me, <laughs> um, to the to the McDermott deal. I think then you probably go with the Kemper deal
0: because. Do we want to wrap the Grubauer walking into that as well, or is um, that its own thing that you're more okay with?
1: Yeah, I guess. I guess you could put like goaltender situation,
0: sure, as a whole.
1: Yeah, in one big move, um, and I would, I would probably have that. There, but, and honestly, that's probably if they hadn't if they hadn't gotten a goaltender as good as Darcy Kemper uh, and, and a guy that I super duper believe in is going to have a great year here. Yeah. But the, the neg-
0: process that they got there right. is a really big problem for the me. Negativity is more about how the bread got made on this one than the roots. yes,
1: yes, absolutely. It's it's absolutely a lot more of a process concern for me than it was uh, that they got Darcy Kemper. Because the fact that they got Darcy Kemper, I think allays any of my concerns about next year's team. Had they not had Darcy Kemper and they had to, what would their move have been? What goalie would they have gotten? What else? We don't know what the plan was post Kemper. But it went Philip Grubauer, and then it went Freddie Anderson, and then it went Darcy Kemper. And then it went, question marks.
0: Given the price they paid, it may legitimately have been Darcy Kemper or Bust.
1: Yeah. I mean, you, you look at Edmonton, who lost out on the Kemper sweepstakes, have done nothing, and look content to go run it back again with...
0: Aging uh, goaltenders that... <laughs> With Mike uh, Smith
1: and Miko yeah. Koskinen and Alex Daylock.
0: Which, I can't... Yeah, and they signed Smith to a two-year deal, right? So, that one particularly is wild to me, but... Yeah, it, but
1: it's cheap enough that Mike Smith could have easily been usurped there by a legit star.
0: Definitely. He could have been the backup, and, you know, I mean, that Miko Koskinen deal was bad from the minute they signed it, but... Yeah, I remember.
1: <laughs> I remember making fun of that deal, and, like, an Edmonton fan, like being like, you're an idiot. Okay. Well. It turns out signing long-term deals based on 18 games of, of play is
0: very iffy. And and the Avs would have been in an even worse spot than that, realistically, if they had not gotten Kemper. They'd, they'd have been going into the season at that point if doing nothing with Francois, who hasn't played a game in over a year, mm-hmm. and Jonas Johansson as their backup at that point. Okay, so- That was not going to happen. Right. They would have done something, but we just don't know what.
1: Yep. So, really, um, the Kemper thing, look, they come out with Darcy Kemper. Darcy Kemper rules. There are fair questions about can he hold up physically. We'll see. We'll, We'll see. We'll see how all that shit goes. We'll see how it all goes. But with Kemper, at least they have confidence that they walked out of there with a legit stud of a starting goaltender. Now, how they got there, let's get into a little bit, because it's, it's, it's a little ugly. They go to free agency with Philip Grubauer. Free agency opens, and you know how it goes. Within the first two hours of free agency, almost all of the major decisions get made.
0: And Grubauer isn't one of them.
1: Philip Grubauer Philip Grubauer is still on the market. He's still deciding. The goaltenders are taking jobs. Freddie Anderson signing in Carolina you know, Carolina in in like the blink of an eye went from Nadelkovich, Reimer, yeah. and Razek to they
0: all of their goaltenders. Yeah,
1: to I don't even remember who the other Carolina
0: goalie is.
1: Um, it was Freddie Anderson and
0: I want to say Bernier, but I don't think that's good.
1: He went to New Jersey.
0: Yeah. Oh, right. Antti Ranta. Ah, yes, the other yes,
1: center, of that's where Ante Ranta ended up, right? Right, 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 right. right, So that, like the gold, the goaltenders, the the goaltenders are going around and around and around. Yeah, and well, and RuBauer is still there, so Colorado's looking at it and they're saying, okay, well, who are the other realistic suitors here? That the who's going to pay the price for this guy? And oh. who's gonna pay? So who's gonna pay the price for this guy? It ends up being a surprise in Seattle, yeah. because Seattle had already settled their goaltender situation. They signed Chris Treger. They they um the they got him in expansion and signed him. They got Vanacek and signed him. They took a younger guy in Joey Decord and kept him mm-hmm. from Ottawa.
0: Ended up flipping Manichek back to Washington. Right, after they, but that was, or, hour, yeah. right, that was
1: after signing Groove. Right. So it was, it was like the ads were looking at the market and they were doing the same math that we were doing live on air where we were like, okay, is Seattle really going to do this? How many
0: teams are left? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, they were like Seattle, it was like, okay, well, they're going to roll in with a good defense and potentially a really good duo of two guys who are in their 20s Fighting, you know, who are in their in in their their mid twenties, who are fighting for starting or starting, starting goaltender job. job. Yep. They're in a great position here because they can figure out which one of those guys is gonna, which one of those guys is actually
0: going to work for them. It, I mean, just yeah, you know, just actually, play the hot hand, whatever. Yeah, they have yeah. versatility there. For and sure. then and then
1: they're in the position a year a year from now of hey, maybe if both of these guys play really well. We can move Vanachek for a first, or move Vanachek for a second, or we can do whatever, right? Like you you get involved in next year's goaltender carousel, where you then capitalize on that market by selling that guy off. And so it was like it was like, okay, is it are they like their pursuit of this is kind of odd. And then they basically gave him the six by six deal that we were afraid of Colorado giving him. And let's be real here. You and I were comfortable just saying no thanks to Philip Grubauer on that, that kind of yeah, deal. At,
0: at that price, at that term, it, it is what it is, right?
1: We just, it, it was, that was, there There was a line in the sand there and.
0: It, you're in the same spot as if you, if you had brought back Brandon Sod. If you sign Grubauer to that contract, you end up with probably no Ryan Murray on this team. Uh, potentially even hard for the Abs to bring in someone like Helm if they're signing Grubauer to that big of a raise. And
1: Yeah, I mean, it just
0: looks different. On, on that side of it, it didn't add up. And I know you've talked about the other side of this before a little bit too, and probably why the way this deal got done hurts so much is that because the Avs were waiting on that Grubauer situation, they missed opportunities to have talks with someone like Freddie Anderson.
1: Yeah, I mean, look, Freddie Anderson on a bounce back deal of four million dollars. You know, that's almost a full two less than what Grubauer got paid. Yep. It's only five hundred k more than what they're going to end up um, with, Kemper, yeah. with Kemper. So it's it's really like. That I mean, it was a good backup plan, but Freddie didn't want to wait. Understandably so, because if if a team if, maybe Freddie would have waited, maybe Freddie Anderson would have waited if it hadn't been a team as good as Carolina called. You know, because because he Carolina had the same they they would have had the same uh, kind of basic pitch of like, hey, come rebuild your value, play for a good team here. And you know, I maybe mean, give you a longer well, deal next year. And,
0: and Carolina or not, like the goalies know the score too. They they're yeah. they're in the musical chairs game as well. They don't want to be the the goalie left without a chair. So right.
1: And that's where you know that that's where those guys have to make decisions. So they they made up their mind. Grubauer went to Seattle, and that kind of put the abs in a position where it was like, all right, it's.
0: It's Darcy Kemper or or nothing. Yeah, Who knows? Yep. And that's part of the reason they ended up paying so much for him. Yeah,
1: definitely. And, like, the first-round pick, we were all comfortable. We talked for a full year about giving up a first-round pick for Darcy Kemper. Yep. We were all comfortable with that price tag. It was the Timmons inclusion that really hurt.
0: Timmons hurt. The third is a nothing pick. basically. Yeah. The
1: third is if they win the cup and Kempers in net, then great.
0: Then you don't care about that third at all. Yeah. That your words. yeah. <laughs> oh, what?
1: Um, otherwise they keep, they keep that pick, but the other it, it's, it it was the Timmons inclusion is what hurt it. Yeah. And it's not that Timmons is a, is an all-star or anything. Cause every time we talk about this, there's always people who come in and like, Oh, you guys are pretending like Connor Timmons is amazing. It's like, Look, the guy is the guy is better than a third pairing defenseman making eight hundred and fifty k. He's a cost efficient young player who will reasonably, you can reasonably expect is going to outplay his contract. That's exactly what you need when your roster gets expensive. That's exactly it.
0: As as a team that is trying to win now, realistically, giving them Timmins is the Avs giving a player up directly off of their roster instead of a first-round pick, futures type of stuff. Yeah. Now, you know, maybe Arizona wanted a roster player no matter what. We don't know for sure. But even if if that Timmons was a Hellison instead as the Mm. app, you would feel a lot better about it.
1: If it was Hellison, man, I mean, if it was Justin Barron, it would
0: have been a deep cut. It would have hurt. But no immediate impact on the team.
1: It but it would have, right. It, there wouldn't have been really any question. Yeah. So. it. But it, I think if it had been Baron, I would feel
0: pretty much the same. About as bad, yeah. With Hellison, yeah. I think it's easy slam dunk. But Yeah,
1: with with Hellison, you're like, okay. Yep. Totally get it. I'm good with it. Um, have fun. Good luck. <laughs> yeah. But um oof. see the thing with Barron, Barron is still Baron is still all potential the dude and there's still
0: seven professional games. Really we right. have no idea what that dude is in pro hockey.
1: Right. And and Connor Timmins had shown like Connor Timmins was there.
0: Like and he was they, there. Like don't get us wrong, last Friday we both had Barron in our top five prospects, so we believe in him, but Right. He's not an NHLer yet. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean, we're talking we're talking in which one of those guys would have helped Colorado this year more. It it's Timmons the is Connor. Yeah. Yeah. The Connor Timmons. Um uh, but uh, no, Barron played seven games in the AHL. Uh, and he and played
0: well in those seven games, but it's still yeah. seven games.
1: A couple of things, and we've talked about this before. A couple of things. Last year's AHL was severely compromised. Yep. A lot of AHL veterans didn't play that, that like make that league so competitive is that you get all of those TJ Tynan's, those quadruple A players because of taxi squads. The AHL, the quality of the AHL was way down last year, which is one reason why you want to be super careful about trying to draw any strong conclusions about players in the AHL last year. Including Jean Luc Foudy. It's really important to include him in this. Because it's not just it's it would be super hypocritical if I was like careful about Justin Barron's seven games and then being like Jean Luc Foodie's great. Look at his AHL season. <laughs> it's it's it, the AHL <clears throat> think of how many players were on taxi squads last year that, that were AHL regulars. That would have been I mean that it, it's just the quality of that league was way down because of that. So there's there's a there's a major component of just be really careful about trying to buy too much stock into AHL games last year. True. And with Barron, it was seven of them. So
0: even in a regular year, that's not very many.
1: <laughs> unless I mean, like you look at the games that Newhook played. And Newhook, like, was it was not like, oh, he just had a couple of good, like, Alex Newhook was very clearly
0: done with the it, AHL it, two games in. And that's, there's things that you can look at that go beyond the statistics, right? You watch New Hook skate around in an AHL game, and you're like, yeah, he's, he's just better than this league already. Yep. With Barron, his stats are good. He looked good. Did he look done with the AHL? No. No.
1: Yeah, well, there's a long way to go for Justin Barron still. Um, although I am very interested to see what he looks like in training camp in preseason. Very interested to see. So that'll be that'll be all good and well. That'll be exciting. Um, the point the point is is that the Avs, it was a deep cut to get to the Darcy Kemper resolution, but that they that Darcy Kemper's as good as he is makes that a okay. <laughs> you don't you don't want to do that again next year. Because you don't have another Connor Timmons just sitting there. You don't have a first-round pick. Um, I guess they've got next year's, the the year after's, first-round pick that they can do it again with. But it's too expensive for them to do multiple times. You just can't keep doing that.
0: Yeah. Well, what is not too expensive to do multiple times is getting all your friends together and ordering some Hassle Cattle Company get a $200 order. You get free shipping on it. You also get 10% off every time you use DNBR10 on the website. Uh, also, you can get the, uh, the Wagyu Burger down at the bar, which I was told once again. Somehow I'm underselling it, even though I pump it up as hard as I possibly can. So I guess it's very, 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 very good. Guys, that. it's just a great burger. Yeah. <laughs> so get it down at the bar. Get yourself some Hassle Cattle Company. Also, if you didn't know, we have our new menu live at the bar, by the way. So also I'm excited to come back and try it. Yeah, there's a bunch of a bunch of awesome stuff on the menu now. So come on down, give our food a try. Hit up Hassle Cattle Company as well. Then you can get yourself some Strava Craft Coffee too, down at the bar or order online with code at DNVR twenty five to get twenty-five percent off your first order with Strava online that I mean it's it's super cheap coffee at that point. Plus the C B D, if you're an old man like HA, it'll help with the help with the joint pain and then the groaning knees perhaps. So True. There you go. Can help that out a little bit. Uh Check that out. If you want the actual THC content, that's what Solace Meds is for. They have four locations in Colorado, including one just down from the bar. Another place you can order online with code DNBR20 to get 20% off. Schedule your pickup, but they do have great deals in-store as well on select products ranging from 15 to 25% off. You can go in, shop, your, shop to your pleasure, find what you want, find your cannabis products, get it, head on home, do whatever you want with them, basically. Check them out as well. Solace Meds, they're awesome. You Also, if you go to the Wheat Ridge location, you get a free King Cone or Solace Bar. So jump on them. Get get free stuff. Always a good thing. Uh, Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. AJ, are we starting to move into the the moves you're happier with from Colorado here? Or, Or rather... Should we put right in the middle? Is that just Darren Helm being the most average move in the yeah. history of hockey? So, Darren Helm is like right dead
1: set in the middle of this is completely fine. It's yeah. one year, it's 1 million dollars, he's a fourth line player. It's it's extremely fine. <laughs> It, Whatever it exists,
0: a, it will go fine, and you'll I, move on.
1: <laughs> I've told this story before, but I thought Darren Helm was dead. <laughs> I had him mixed up with somebody else, and so when Z was like, "Hey, the have signed Darren Helm," I was like, "The dead guy?"
0: <laughs> nope.
1: Whoops. <laughs> uh, my bad. So, you know.
0: He will exist in the Avs lineup and do things. That's his
1: bar that he has to outperform a dead guy.
0: (laughs) Pretty Uh, pretty low bar.
1: (laughs) Good. Cool. Done. Uh, And then I would say the move after that is probably Ryan Murray. Yeah. I would be a lot higher on the Ryan Murray thing if I just trusted him to stay healthy because I think – Ryan Murray's a, just a rock-solid NHL player, but maybe more importantly,
0: um, he's a great fit for them. I, I, I hear that, and I actually agree with it probably, but this is another one for me where I think it would be higher if it was something they actively pursued a little bit harder instead of a move where it was like, oh, they ended up with $4 million left and they just kind of did this to spend some cash, which don't get me wrong. Excited about Ryan Murray, the player, much like AJ, if he can stay healthy, but it didn't seem like a move the Avs were actively targeting very much until they just had money left over.
1: Yeah, um, I guess my question would be, and now, I, I always hate these assumptions because players have a say in free agency.
0: Of course, yeah. Kind of the whole
1: point. But Ryan Murray on one year, $2 million, or Yanni Hockenpah at three years, $1.5 million. Now, Ryan Murray's the better player. If he's healthy. <laughs> but... Hawk and Paw doesn't have nearly the same level of question marks Yep, and that, that kind of cost efficiency would have made it so that you're not really ever concerned about it Yeah, at all.
0: Well, and you get into that conversation of Murray too. If he plays up to what he's capable of and stays healthy, he's probably pricing himself off the team next season.
1: It's a good point because if you look, if Ryan Murray stays healthy, he has a good solid, say he puts up 25 years, 25 to 25 points for the abs this year. And he's a good PK guy. Yep. Like how, how is, you know, another team not going, okay, he's been healthy two years in a row now. He's into free agency. He's coming off a great year. Let's pay this guy. Right like let's let us let's, let's this he's turned a corner bam he's fixed everything there's no concerns anymore he's great and
0: then somebody's going to pay him you know
1: look at look at look at this look at this market as a great example of look teams are just going to pay anybody defense. that has a pulse and can play defense
0: yeah it, it it's all and it's been like this for years defense has always come at a premium price in this league it's, yeah
1: like Patrick Patrick Nemeth got a totally like a totally fine like three year deal. Yep. At two and a half million dollars, you know the Tucker Pullman somehow got a four year deal. Yeah,
0: two and a half as well.
1: Like we're we're talking like some serious. <laughs> Some some real money here got got paid out to to really limited players. If Ryan Murray
0: guys, yeah.
1: If Ryan Murray, if Ryan Murray lives up to his potential this year and plays in a really big role and is really good for the ABS, I you there's told, gotta be someone will
0: give him like an Ian Cole deal or something. Yeah, and, and there's like
1: there's gotta be a temptation for the ABS to try and bring him back, but the, the realistic end of this is that he prices himself out. I think so too. And from an abs perspective, you're probably totally okay with that because Justin Barron is in your system, yep. and you do expect that if Justin Barron has the year we all hope in the AHL, he makes that jump next year, and Justin Barron replaces Ryan Murray,
0: and that would uh, be pretty easy and cheap, right? And
1: like that's why that's why I really like the the the, Murray, the that's why the Murray deal is ahead of. The uh, Darren Helm deal is because it's it's very similar, but the upside is a lot higher. Yeah. So that's that's where, you know, I I like the the Ryan Murray signing a lot. He was one of the guys on free agency on free agency day that I said, this guy really makes a lot of sense. And I keep forgetting he exists.
0: So we have the abs internal deals and the Ryan graves trade left
1: yep yeah, um, of the abs internal deals uh, let's put Jost at the the low end of this one yep it's it's fine Didn't
0: two years yeah, yeah two
1: years two million it's, com- it's it's right at
0: the top range of what we've expected the yeah. we've been saying all summer basically it's
1: it's more it's it is a little more expensive than I thought. It should have been, um, but on a two-year deal, you don't really usually pay much of a price for that on, two, on two-year deals with players who are actively getting better. Um,
0: and uh, the reality of this deal is if he plays well this year, it's going to look great. If he plays poorly, it's going to look bad. Like, it, yeah. The ads are going to find out who Tyson Jost really is this year
1: yeah um, I don't i mean james James Neal is a whole other uh,
0: pass on that one
1: <laughs> but um but it's you know we'll see
0: with jost how it ends up, yeah
1: it... yeah, like like I don't the only people who feel strongly about Tyson jost, the hockey player. Are the people that absolutely hate him and think he's the worst and blah 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 yeah, blah, yeah, yeah. and who basically just completely fucking ignored last season. Um, but that's you know it's on Jost to to prove that it was legit and that he can actually do string together quality seasons. Yep, and and be a be a, a legit NHL player. Like he has to do it. So his deal it's fine, it's okay. gotta live up to it. It's more expensive than I would have liked, but it, it's okay.
0: Landy deal next,
1: yeah, and then, uh, well, let's do let's do the graves deal, and okay, then we'll we, do, we can Landy. do the trade first, sure
0: yeah. yeah, which like you have to start the Graves deal with the context of. He was going to get picked by Seattle. If yep, he was in Colorado. Still,
1: look at how they built their defense. They were taking Ryan Graves. Yeah. and everybody knew they were taking Ryan Graves. It's no, no, no big deal. Um, they they shipped him off. They got well, so they didn't have a second round pick. They got a second round pick, and in light of that, be Sean Berens. Well, more so in light of the fact that they traded next year's first and the second was already gone. That second-round pick actually becomes pretty important. Sure. Um, Because now they really need... They have hollowed out their draft classes two years in a row. And it will end up being three years in a row at the end of next year that they've had very small draft classes.
0: Yeah, which they... they did manage to rebuild this year's draft class at least in the top 100 a little bit.
1: But. Right, and they did like they did a they did a find like they got some players that whatever, we'll see. But they they really need those guys to hit now. And so that that became a really important pick for that reason because getting and and look, capitalizing on Ryan Graves' value. They were going to lose that guy for nothing. They needed they needed a little bit of the money. Uh, and they, they, at the time replacing Ryan Graves wasn't really a big concern. Connor Timmons was still around, but when Byram's still around, he was coming off of a series against Vegas where Ryan Graves, that, that series was supposed to be tailor made for Ryan Graves because he's big and he's strong and he hits people and he hulks around and he blocks shots and he brings that edge, right? That they, they have so badly needed and Ryan Graves got crushed in that series. Um, and the Abs were just like, look, he's really well-liked. We can get something for him. They got a second-round pick. That's all good and well. The big thing here, Mikhail Maltsev. Yeah. Now, we don't have super crazy high expectations for Mikhail Maltsev.
0: But the dude looks like an NHLer. But... We'll see.
1: I mean, nine points in 33 games in New Jersey... He's playing. He's playing in in their bottom line. He's six foot three. He skates really well. He looked fine in the games that I watched him. Not an overwhelming talent, um, but
0: he's also like, twenty three, and you can drop him into your bottom six and see what happens.
1: Yeah, like it's that he's in the final year of his ELC, so he's costing you less than a million dollars, and it's it, it was a. It was just good business. The deal was just good business all around. They were going to lose this guy for nothing. Um, right. It cleared up $3 million that they could replace. It cleared off a player who had value. Um, and and then, you know, they needed to move a little bit of money because they knew they were going to have to pay to keep some of their cats. And that's what they did. That, that helped clear the way for them comfortably being able to re-sign Landeskog and Makar and, and, and at least make the run at Grubauer. And then, you know, that, that and, and just losing Donskoy for nothing, that sucks. But with the Graves thing, it worked great.
0: Yeah, I mean, you have to understand the losing Donskoy for nothing on top of Graves is what helped them free up the cap, right? Yeah. Like freeing up Graves 3 million on top of losing Don Skoy, all of a sudden they have seven million to play
1: with. Right. And that's why that's why I, I one of the reasons why the Graves deal is as high as it is, is because they lost a good player. They got a guy that that might be able to help them that they have high hopes for. Look, I trust Colorado's pro scouting staff at this point. They've done a good job finding guys. It's it's an it's the same reason why I'm I I'm nervous about just completely writing off Curtis McDermott. The scouting staff sees something there. Maybe, maybe Curtis McDermott as a forward is totally fine and acceptable, whatever. We'll see. But with with Maltsev, I think that there's real hope that he's a legit NHL player. That he's an actual guy that can help them. And it's also not hard to see with Maltsev, with Helm, with Logan O'Connor, maybe with Curtis McDermott, they're trying to up the physicality that they're getting out of their fourth line that they didn't get last year. Yep, That they didn't get... You know, with someone like who was O'Connor
0: out, O'Connor was hurt. And, yeah.
1: Calvert missed most of the year. That's not really what Belmar did. Belmar is like a face-off PK specialist guy, but he doesn't really. He wasn't really a banger. You know, he didn't really get in there and. Sure. Uh, like throw the body very I mean, much he worked hard I mean, um,
0: none of them really are right like even someone like is he can be pesty but he's not gonna blow anybody up with a hit. right
1: right and going to have a totally different
0: he's a third liner plus this year potentially yeah. but
1: comfort comfort is super his bounce back this year is super super important they need that to happen yep that can't be a, well, it would be great if this guy would figure it out. They need that 3500000 million. He's got to at least be like a, a $3 million-ish player, like a $2.5 million-ish player. Like, he has to at least...
0: 25 points, something Dude, like Dude, that. that's like bottom yeah, line of right. what they've got to get out of him. Yep, agreed. Um, So, yeah. So, the but... Graves
1: deal... Very good, very good, smart business. And not just a draft pick, but they got an NHL player as well. Yep.
0: And they happen to pick a guy we both like with the draft pick, so. Yeah, always helps. Yeah.
1: always It always helps in your immediate, like, oh, hey, we really like this guy.
0: Not bad. Uh, so the the two things left are the Landy deal and the McCarr deal. Yeah. Um, the Landy deal obviously it's a it's a weird one to to break down value on because there's certainly an emotional connection to Landy and the avalanche being one in the same um, organization basically with Landy being the captain for as long as he was It was a little stressful but they got the deal done in the end yeah
1: it's it hit a couple bumps more than was
0: expected yep but they got it. It's done. It's for eight years. You can have a conversation about the last handful of years on that deal and if they're going to be great or not. But at the end of the day, they brought back a core piece that in the immediate future is going to continue doing what he does for this hockey team.
1: Yeah, and look, you like we've got like Zach in the comments has written a couple of different paragraphs in the show today about how the Avs... Just haven't been able to replace some of the lost production. in um, you know, with Sod and Donskoy and all that. And that's, it's true. Like they, they have it. But the big, the big thing is, is that there was no replacing Gabe Landeskog. There was nothing that they could do on the market to replace those guys. Yep. Had they had that $7 million to play with, they'd probably keep Brandon Sod. Most likely. And is Saad your, is, is Saad is, is your Landeskog replacement? He's just not as good.
0: You got worse if you did that. Yeah, for sure. Um,
1: And then whatever they did with the leftover money, who knows? But it was not going to be, I don't know. It was just, they're, they're, they couldn't lose him. Yep. Not, and then they couldn't, they couldn't lose the, the player they couldn't lose the person. They that that was their that was their their captain. That was their their like their heart. Uh their soul is is the, the guy that's helped establish the their the, the culture that they, they want to continue. Like they have built themselves they're fun to play for. The word is the word is out amongst players in the league. Colorado's a place to be right now. And it's a good, competitive, and fun team. And it's just not—they—they they couldn't survive that, man. That's to, the way to—that's to the way. Try and
0: it. rebuild that identity in the middle of their window. Yeah, would have been very difficult for sure. Yeah,
1: there there would have been all kinds of alterations that had to be made. That maybe they work and maybe they don't. And I don't know. We'll see. But. I mean, they. We'll We'll see. Yeah. They. But they. They didn't. They. They couldn't let that one happen, and that meant going eight years. That's fine. It sets up. It sets up for what should have. Should have happened, which is that Gabe cog is probably a lifelong Av, and there's probably never going to be another Avs player that wears ninety two. Yep. That's just where this is. That's where this contract says that everybody involved wants to to end up.
0: Correct. So,
1: so they could they 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 could easily get exactly what they want. Like that's that's what all the parties involved clearly wanted with an eight year deal at seven million dollars. And the seven million dollars was right at the number that we talked about was appropriate for him. Just based on the market and the comparables and blah 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 blah, um, but it's just
0: the eight years got done and now Landy and the ads will be synonymous forever, basically. Yep.
1: And you just had to keep him. You could not. That was not a contract that you could lose a guy over five hundred k. Yep. You know, if he was gonna get, if he was gonna get a seven year offer and he was going to you know, he was going to get nine and a half million from the blues or something. Then yeah. You you take
0: the cap and you say it is what it is, but you just be
1: like, look, we hate this, but
0: you have to take that money, man. Can't pay him close to that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You, Hey, we all understand that you've got to go get that. You've got to get that bread while the bread's there for the kid. And, and that's all good and well, but that wasn't the case. He wasn't going to get an offer like that. Yep. Um, from what I heard, the, the the max number that I was able to dig up from teams that were supposedly interested was right in the $8 million range. But because the ABS added on the eighth year, which other teams couldn't do, the ABS were able to basically eliminate that.
0: Yep. So the ABS got it done with Landy. Um, and then there's also the Kale McCarr deal, which... $9 million for six years that felt fine when it was signed and then got better by the day as teams made decisions to sign defensemen to insane contracts. Mm-hmm. And now, now the Avs, I think, feel pretty darn good about that deal. Uh, maybe the one shortcoming of it is it only buys one UFA year, I believe. So,
1: I Look, that would have been the only shortcoming the day that it was signed. Yeah. But... The fact is, is that right now, before any other contracts come in, right now, Kale McCarr is set to be the seventh highest paid defenseman at the start of the 2022-23 season.
0: The guy who finished second in Norris voting this year, by the way.
1: Yeah, so that deal has already become
0: cheaper relatively good.
1: Yeah, that deal has already become value for the Avs because of what other teams have valued their defensemen at. Yep. They valued their defensemen in the price range of Kale McCarr without those players being Kale McCarr. That's advantage Colorado right there. That was a good deal that just based on how this summer has gone has a really good chance now to become a fantastic. fantastic deal. Yep. An unbelievable I I never thought that a nine million dollar contract would be a steal. But if if the cap goes up really at all in those six years,
0: it's just fine. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's with a, a, think about it, he's already the seventh highest paid defenseman. Six years from now, when he goes into free agency, he could be what 15, 20, 16, yeah. like he could be. He could be in a range where you're just like, this is so stupid. <laughs> it won't. I don't think it will be in the range of where McKinnon is. Where probably not. Yeah. Yeah, McCarr was just too good, whereas McKinnon wasn't.
0: Right. I mean, um, McKinnon's deal was arguably the best contract in the league. Full stop. But yeah.
1: Like right now, Nathan McKinnon is the twenty eighth highest paid center.
0: Yeah. That's pretty wild. Although
1: that does include a guy like Ryan Kessler still on that list. Sure.
0: But the I mean, that brings up a whole other point in itself. True. <laughs> that at one point Ryan Kessler got paid more money than Nathan McKinnon.
1: Yep. I mean UFA's baby. Yep. But yeah, I mean, you look at you look at it, that. That's where that's why that McCarr deal is so good. Is that by by the time it ends, by the time he's eligible after that 50 year, when he's eligible for his next contract, there's a very very good chance now that that deal
0: is it's blank check levels of ridiculous. I mean yeah.
1: that, that 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 this deal, the current deal, the one he just signed, is.
0: Just a steal, yeah.
1: Yeah, you're you're sweating. Oh man, we wish we could have
0: the the not getting him on eye on eight years is gonna they're yeah. gonna feel that uh, could be a lot more. Five million dollar raise all of a sudden. <laughs>
1: yeah. yeah, straight up, man. It's gonna be a <laughs> it could be a really big money deal. Um, and uh, although you might say that's where that's where eight years might have actually helped him. Yep. because the cap would have had time to go up Even and up higher.
0: and up yeah all of a sudden so, the max contract is 17 million instead of 14 or whatever
1: <laughs> yeah absolutely it will be it'll be interesting to see what happens with the cap right now everybody's just guessing yeah it's it's all you know the nonsense, the yeah. selling the ads on jerseys is going to help
0: it'll push them in the right direction slowly. financially yep. yeah
1: <laughs> do you have any strong feelings about that i know that that's been Jersey I, ads have been super taboo in the hockey world for years I,
0: like in a perfect world I would prefer jerseys without them but they yeah. never it's never been a thing that's bothered me really
1: the, I mean look the European jerseys are hideous because of it I think that's a great example of this is too far this is stupid uh but those they also just those leagues don't have the money that the NHL I, does
0: the NBA already has their their jersey logos on them and nobody cares like
1: (laughs) yeah and the the nhl ones are going to be a little bit bigger size-wise but the
0: like the one I, i know i'm weird about this but the one thing i will say is i very much prefer if i was going to buy a jersey to wear the exact same thing the players are wearing so <laughs> you want the ad on I your actually, jersey yes i would want the ad on the jersey that i'm buying from like altitude authentics or something yeah okay i you'll i know i'm a weirdo in that regard but you might be alone in that one i mean i know
1: it's the internet you won't be alone but you
0: the seven that, of us out here yeah. i was gonna say this is your this
1: is your tobias fume k there are dozens of us moment
0: <laughs> so in any case i the ads don't bother me.
1: They don't, they, they don't bother me either, but I don't want it to look like the
0: European league. Jerseys. Right. You know, it's a different story. If your team's logo is surrounded by advertisements, than like yeah. one on the shoulder or whatever, but mm-hmm. that's too
1: much, man. It, it, they're just hideous.
0: Yep. So
1: just hideous
0: for, for now. It's fine, but maybe someday opinions will change. Um,
1: yeah, I just—it's always, you know, everybody always puts forth the slippery slope fallacy here. Where where does it stop? And it's like, here, let's stop here. Yep.
0: Does the jersey still look reasonable? Cool. Stop then. Um,
1: yeah, like I'm I'm fine with them. This doesn't really bother me, but I know that I don't want significantly more. So let's stop here.
0: Yep.
1: All right. We so, that won't be the case, though, because money is what it is, and at some point, it's like, oh, this is a way for us to boost the hockey-related revenue, and that means more money for players and more money for blah, blah, blah. Like, Okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, I guess a couple other quick news things before we get out of here. Uh, one, Dennis Gilbert signed 725 k Neat. Moving on.
1: Wasn't even on our list of moves.
0: Yep. Yeah, because...
1: AHL it's signing, probably.
0: relevant. yeah.
1: If he, if he ends up playing for the Avs, another reason why the McDermott thing is stupid is that Dennis Gilbert was already
0: that guy. Yep. Agreed. Uh, and then two, we are one month away from the Rookie Showcase, which is officially announced now. Hell yeah. Should be a fun time down in Arizona.
1: There are tentative talks that Rudo and I will be driving down there together to both cover that. Could be fun. So, if anybody is in the area in Arizona for that, uh, maybe say what's up. Because that could be a good time. Oh, the NHL 20. I do not care about NHL 22.
0: Yeah, me either, to be honest. I played NHL 21 and was terrible at it.
1: Yeah, it was fun. I
0: mean, that was fun. It was fun, fun when, when people for sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was
1: fun when we gamed, but every time I tried to like get better on my own, I just didn't enjoy it. I was like, "Nope, I just don't like this gameplay very much, man. It's not very fun."
0: Yeah. It's it's a sports game. You know what you're going to get out of it to a certain extent, but Yeah. If they brought NHL 22 onto PC, I'd be more interested.
1: <laughs> yeah. But of of course, we'll we would be would, yeah. all over
0: that. In any case, we're over an hour now, so we're going to get out of here. Thank you, everyone watching and listening, however you consume the podcast. It's good to be back live with all y'all in the chat. We'll be back tomorrow. It's a Friday episode, so probably something fun, Just just messing around on a Friday. We hope to see you all there. But until next time, we will talk to you all later.